best that I could really do on these podcasts at the moment is an ad for my own book. Block Delete Move On is being released by a penguin in February 2022, but it is available for pre-order now. Block Delete Move On is a guide for anyone who is dating, particularly women who date men, but uh, it has been read by a number of queer women who have said that they can apply it to their own dating life, although there are lots of bits that are specifically related to cis uh, heterosexual men. Um, It is what I would have wanted to read before I jumped fanny first into the dating scene, onto dating apps, uh, and, and then made a ton of mistakes got really hurt and I I wish that I'd had somebody to tell me all of these things it's not like other dating books that are like this is how you get your man it's a dating book that's like okay this is how we avoid the bad ones and if you've got all of this armory in your toolkit then you're much more likely to have better safer dating experiences Uh, if you want to pre-order it doesn't cost anything to pre-order they will ask for your card details but they don't take the payment until February. It's available on Amazon, Waterstones, Blackwells. um, I'm not sure where else actually, but if you go to my um, story highlights on my Instagram page, la la la, let me explain. There's a story highlight called The Book and if you click there, there's lots more information about the book and links to swipe up and pre-order. Hello and welcome to the La 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 Let Me Explain podcast and today I've decided to call this podcast Spectacular Big Things because obviously (laughs) we are all spectacular buff things but this is a podcast focused all about spectacular big things, fatness and dating in a larger body and all of the shit that comes with that and I have two guests that I'm just so happy that you are here. I'm going to do it in alphabetical order so because that's just the fairest way to do the introductions. (laughs) Both of them, though, I know because they are my patrons um, and have been for a really long time, like original OGs. Um, And my first guest is Danitza Marjanovic. (laughs) Marjanovic. I I didn't want to attempt that one. I really fucked that one up. (laughs) And you describe yourself as a barrister by day, a radical fat activist by night. Yes. Although you don't, you are a radical fat activist 24 seven, really. Yeah, definitely. Very into my fat politics and fat rights, but I have a very mundane, normal hospitality (laughs) job in the day, which I hate, but yeah, it's not that glamorous, but very passionate about my feminism and my fat politics. I love your page. It's so, I've learned so much from you about (coughs) fat phobia, fat activism, um, and you're just a badass. Like Aww. I've seen you doing your videos where you're in your underwear, putting on your <laughs> cocoa butter or whatever oh, it yeah. is. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, uh, but it's empowering. Oh, it's you. You, you know, it's there's something lovely about it. Like yeah, look, she's loving herself, mm. and and we should all be doing this yeah. regardless of what society says we should look like if we want to be in our underwear on on, on the internet. Mm. I, I I just think you're amazing, and we've had a really lovely connection for a really long time it's we the have. first time we've met oh my god um so so i'm very grateful for you to being here all Thank the way from so northern much. ireland Belfast. i know um and i've got kaylee dixon who hello, hello. is also 
KD Life Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I know you because of being a patron and you came to two of the patron parties. Yes. Couldn't come to the last one because you've had a bubba. I know, he's so tiny. He's so little. He's little. How old is he now? Nine months. Oh, Lord. Yes. Um, and you know what I loved about you at the first, was it the first patron party? Yeah. One of the questions for the in- Insta Live was this. something around, what was, I can't remember what the question was like. About being on top or about... No, it was about doggy. Doggy. And how to oh, how to... get into doggy. And I was like, I'll show you guys. Kaylee got into the middle of the dance floor at tape and got it on. And the whole crowd was just like, yay! <laughs> it was so good. I loved it. Um, and again, you're just confident in your body and you're beautiful and very empowering and inspiring. Thank and you. I even went to um, Kaylee for some life coaching. Yeah. I was finding things really difficult when I was writing my book um Mm. I was finding life very very overwhelming we were in the lockdown I had the book I had a child to look after I also had to continue maintaining work on Instagram and all the other stuff that I do and I just I went into a really kind of dark place and um Mm. I I turned to Kaylee because she's the best life coach I know Oh, thank you. And uh, she just helped me to just get everything organized. She was just like, do this, do that. And uh, yeah, yeah, and then I didn't need you again. <laughs> <Did> you? <laughs> I did the Everyone. job quick. Did Snap. the job. <laughs> but I think you're both brilliant voices to to have on, on this subject. Um, not just because I know you and love you and respect you, but because I, I think that you, you're just powerful in, in what you say. So I'm really happy to have you here as per usual. We've got questions from uh, followers all about the topic of fatness and dating. And I think actually that's the best place to start because one of the questions is, is the word fat okay or offensive? And even when I was putting out the question box, I was mm. writing fatness and dating and I was thinking, oh, is that, am I getting it right? You I know what I mean? lots of people do feel uncomfortable with the word fat. <coughs> yeah. I personally, I refer to myself as fat big, chunky, chubby, curvy. Mm-hmm. But I think it's an individual thing. Yeah, like I would never unsolicitedly call someone who didn't refer to themselves as fat as fat. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm exactly the same as you. I just literally say it as a um, descriptor of myself mm. that has no negative connotations whatsoever. I also find calling myself fat very important to reclaiming myself um because it, it does have so much like so such a negative connotation yeah. attached yeah. to it yeah so um it's it's a really powerful like almost like active self-acceptance for me to call myself up yeah i suppose it's one of those things where it's like <clears throat> fat has been it's a horrible word it's been made a horrible word yeah. and i suppose if somebody was to shout at me in the street you fat bitch or you're fat mm. i'd be really upset of course. i'd be yeah. really hurt by that but then at the same time i can also say yeah i am fat you know and i'm all right with being fat although i i have to say i'm probably considered small fat yeah. um I, i'm not i don't think i'm plus i'm not plus size what is plus size over 16 i'd say it's See, this is another thing. Oh that's, my god, this isn't. It's down to individual. <laughs> what yeah. you, I think plus size to me is it's about a size eighteen and above. If you're mm. below that, to me, you're not plus size. You're curvy. You're curvy. You can yeah. shop right. in every shop. Mm. Yeah, you can shop straight sizes. You're not plus size. Right. So plus size is more down to 
clothes accessibility of clothing yeah Yeah. like i have to get all my clothes online i do not i can't shop in the shop no very rarely charity shops no chance unless i want to wear a fucking bimbo i actually (laughs) wanted to start shopping in charity shops stop using fast fashion Mm. i went in a couple i was like this is fucking hopeless no there needs to be more conversation yeah that's Mm. interesting isn't it i wonder what aj aj barber says about that because that's Mm. that's kind of on it has she yeah because where are all the plus size women delivering their unused or their old clothes to? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's interesting, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah, I guess fat is subjective, isn't it? Because, mm. like, because that's another question here. What is fat? Mm. Thickness is a trend. But where is the line? When does it become fat? See, thickness to me is a uh, romanticized beauty ideal. Yeah. Mm. Um, like you were saying, if someone called you fat, to me, if someone called me fat and I find that negative, it's not really that they're calling me fat. The they're calling me it. what they consider a fat person to represent. Lazy, disgusting, a strain on the NHS, um, gluttonous. Do you know it has, it's smelly, all the meaning, the smelly, so lack of hygiene. It, yeah. yeah, it's it's the meaning behind what they think fat signifies yeah. that would be more hurtful. Um, so with thickness, I can see how it could be like a valid way to describe yourself if you're on a process of accepting a larger body type. But I also think we have to be really careful with, you know, oh, no, 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 you're not plus size. You're slim, thick, you're thick. Mm. It's like, I don't know if I'm explaining myself right, but it's like romanticizing another beauty ideal, which is hard to obtain. So we have to have a slim waist, big hips. Well, that's the thing about thickness, yeah. isn't it? It's only, it's only it's fat, but only in acceptable places right. like your you've breasts, your bum, belly, your hips. Right. No, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But I think that often the bodies that we see that represent that body type are actually either photoshopped or they've had liposuction. Exactly. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's not even necessarily attainable. Like, how many real people can you have that are actually? fat all over but just not on their stomach exactly it's an another unattainable beauty standard Mm. that we'll beat ourselves up for and feel like shit and i have found like i've put on weight recently a good few stones since i've had the baby and before that i had a slimmer not slim slimmer stomach big hips small waist big shoulders it's the inverted commas acceptable way to Mm. be fat and people would refer to me as thick oh you're thick you're chunky but now i would be fat because I put on weight, my belly's got bigger, mm. my arms are more flabby. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's how people see you. and Yeah. Yeah, and I guess there is that thing, isn't there? Because it's like how you carry it in a, in a way, because some people carry very heavy at the top and have quite slim yeah. legs mm-hmm. or, or very heavy around the uh, face, because that's another one, isn't it? Where you have a lot slim of these plus size models who don't have double, double chins chin. at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, and then are you even fat if you don't have any fat on your face? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> slim or it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, because I think I would probably offend some people by saying that I was fat, even though I am fat for me. Mm. You know, and I am fat. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely... I mean, I'm a size, I don't even know what size I am. I think I'm about a 14 at the moment, but Mm. I am very short and very small, Mm. uh, and very small shoulders, very small, but you know, I'm a small little person. Uh, So when I put on weight, it's just 
there, you know? Um, and so I consider myself fat and definitely fat for myself. But then I think that when, if I'm like out there going, oh, I'm really fat, people who are bigger than me are going to think, oh, fuck off. Like, mm. yeah. you know what I mean? Why are you trying to claim being part of a, you know, a fat group when actually you're still in the acceptable realms of society's view? But then mm. am I? You know what I mean? Is I this, think you just have to be kind of mindful of the language you're using because yeah. I myself, like when my slimmer friends will say, oh, I'm fat, and I just think, like, where? Like, mm. no, like... You can be fat, but it's like trying to take back what us fat women have reclaimed. Yeah. Like the word fat has just been thrown at us in such a negative way. So we've taken that back. You stay to, you stick with where yeah. you are. You can have fat. Everybody has fat. And you can say, oh yeah, my, my belly's fat or my legs are fatter. But I think it's just about being mindful mm. of yeah. how people feel. Yeah. I feel fat. That's one I always get triggered yeah. by yeah. when they're not. It's like fat's not a feeling, you know. Yeah. It's, it's how society treats you if you are. Well, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is that there are going to be fat people who have experiences where they are treated horribly in a restaurant, for example, if they've, you know, if they're eating, mm. people are staring and laughing or having difficulties getting onto an aeroplane mm. or, you know, or, or a roller coaster or, you know, thing, things like that, which actually, you know, it, it, it begins to make you feel excluded from certain parts of oh, society yeah. or mm. um, y that's a whole other ball game than, oh, I feel I can't do up my jeans yeah. or, you know. Lack of med medical care, um, fair medical care for fat people is a massive of thing yeah um like my relationship with going to the doctor is i just don't go like i know that that sounds really um dramatic but it's true like i just hesitate to go for anything um because i know that it's going to be resulted, related, back, related to back to my weight so i actually my level of like day-to-day -day chronic <laughs> pain that i just like have programmed into myself as like a normal thing to deal with is crazy um just because i've got such like you said negative connotations with going um and just being told like an ear infection has got to do with my fucking weight yeah <laughs> like i remember i went for my knees and i said i've had this problem since i was 15 mm. I wasn't overweight i was big a little bit bigger maybe like a size 14 at 15 and my friends were like a size 10 so i was a little bit bigger i said i've had this problem since i've been 15 and just automatically it's your weight mm. Mm. And it's so frustrating because I think, what if it's not? And I'm pretty sure it's not. Look it's into it. Yeah. Mm. And fat people are dying because of this, because mm. ca yeah. cancer referrals are not happening because it's, again, it's instantly coming back to lose a bit of weight and then we'll take you seriously because yeah. right now it's probably the weight when actually there's lots of uh, evidence sort of emerging at the moment that the studies that have associated obesity with cancer or obesity are being funded. with other things are being funded by Weight Watchers and, yeah. and a variety of other things. And that actually the cause, the, the links between the obesity and the illnesses is, is, is I, I'm not sure what the right medical term is, but it just, there's no correlation between that causation. And it's the automatic no. assumption that your weight causes issues. Mm. But I've never had blood pressure issues, nope, never, never had cholesterol issues, never been pre-diabetes, nothing. Mm. No. Never. Yeah. I haven't even got any fillings. 
And that's like no hate to people have, but like I genuinely am exactly the same. Yeah. Very interesting you said about the knee problem because I've got something called Osgood Schlatter's disease. It's like a bump from um, growing up on my knee. And like you said, I was literally like, you know, average size kid, whatever that fucking means, mm-hmm. um, growing up. Um, and it actually worsened when I was anorexic because I was over exercising. So I was putting excessive strain on my knees. But mm. no one's going to fucking believe me in a fat body saying that. They're just going to be like, oh, whatever. Typical weak knees you just need to lose a bit off your stomach and Mm. so very interesting we've got similar experiences and i think it particularly affects uh women because things like pcos uh, Mm. polycystic ovaries and endometriosis um uh, fat women are not being diagnosed fast enough Mm -hmm. Uh, again because it's like oh it's your fats is a bit you know it's your weight it's your weight weight. yeah uh and so i think health at any size which is promoted by dr joshua woolrich and uh, the fat doctor um there's a few people now who are kind of championing the whole thing of getting society to to look differently at, because that's I think the thing that that people always come with that you know it doesn't matter about whether you're attractive or not but it's your health mm. you've got to look after your health mm. and being fat is just not healthy and I think it's really great that there's so much new information coming out now which is that actually that's all a fucking it's myth. Um, it's so ableist. Yeah, you know, health is such a privilege. Yeah, and um, what's that saying to disabled people? Yeah, you know that they're not worth anything. They have no moral right because they have something that You're deems them unhealthy. Healthy. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. also if we really want to unpack that, when you know people talk about quote unquote health, it's a very one-dimensional, whitewashed, thin. Um, yeah. idea of physical health it's yeah. not spiritual it's usually not mental and that's why, why we have so many issues with mental health oh. um, you know it's a very rigid uh, definition of it yeah uh, so that's a whole another thing yeah <laughs> just talk for hours about oh yeah, yeah. But it, I think it's really it's you know it's all it's all one in the same really isn't it mm, um, yeah, it is. And I suppose, you know, w- what we're going to focus on here is the, the impact more of, of being fat and dating. Uh, and I and I think that that is probably one of the areas where it's most, not difficult, I mean, the health stuff, I think, is the crucial, like, you know, yeah. Maslow's hierarchy, let's put that, that's the area, I think, where fat people are being let down the most and, and, and harmed the most. But I think it's... Um, I, I, and I'm not even going to say just for women on this one because I think for for fat men it's really fucking hard as well. I, th- mm. I think the whole dating and sex thing, um, because fat people have just been shown that sex is not for them. Where where do you see mm. fat people having sex in oh films? God, and exactly. I know. saw it for the first time when I was watching. Is it Why Are Women Kill? It's a series, and I saw a fat woman. I was like. Oh my god! I said, I said to my husband, look, 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 she's fat, she's having sex, and she's happy. That's and amazing. Was, yeah, I was like, oh, it's great. Why am I feeling like that? Why should I get excited over a fat person having right. sex? Yeah, everybody has sex: fat, thin, tall, short. And I think the places where we do see it is in porn, like BBW porn. And yeah. then it's not even nice because it's like, oh, actually, this is fucking gross. Like the way you're portraying fat women. And mm-hmm. It's like so objectifying of the body. It's almost like, I mean, if you're into it, you're into it. Like I wouldn't knock anyone. But yeah, there's something icky about it. It's like. Do you see them as human or are they just massive sex dolls? That yeah. You want I think a lot of people that watch porn don't see people in porn as human. No. Mm, in general. No. Right. Mm. Oh, I totally agree. Mm. They don't give a shit. 
they just want to they just want the sexual gratification yeah. and mm. whoever's providing that for them they don't care about their welfare or nah. yeah oh, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> let's get let's get into the questions so i guess this leads quite nicely onto that is that how do you differentiate between being someone's type and being fetishized um i think for me I'm not dating now, I haven't dated for a while, but when I was dating, for me, after a few conversations, it would be pretty clear if a man was fetishized, I can't even say the fetishizing. I, I always struggle with it. <laughs> yeah, or he was genuinely interested. I think when you're talking, you're in the talking stage and you're getting to know each other, if they keep talking about your weight, mm. the way you look, then that's a marker. I right. would pay attention to that. If it gets hypersexual extremely quickly for me, that's a general marker for me. Yeah. But because of my size, um, yeah. Weirdly enough, though, I haven't had it that much. Um, if someone, the, the odd occasion that it's happened and like they have this fucking weird infatuation with like what I eat, I'm just oh like, you're, you're a fucking feeder. Like, get, get away See, from got, me. Because I've, I've got a massive ass. It's, oh, they want me to sit on them and <laughs> oh, they want to feel all my weight. And I'm like, fuck off. So let's just, if, if for those who don't know what a feeder is, uh, a feeder is someone who is extraordinary. And, it, and actually it comes down to power and control. Yeah. It is an abusive act. Um, yeah. Or it can be. I mean, there's consent behind it. So a feeder is somebody who gets into a relationship with somebody and they want to, they get turned off. They get off on the fact of their of watching their partner get bigger and bigger and bigger and so they feed them loads they cook for them loads they order them loads of takeout um and they i mean I, i've seen people go from like you know 15 20 stone or whatever they were to begin with to literally being at the point of morbid obesity where you can't leave the house mm. you know where where they they have become completely incapacitated dependent, and dependent, dependent on the, on the partner mm. that's the thing that's yeah. why that's they the do key. it yeah mm. um so as much as it's a bit like oh he's a feeder there is actually mm. something a bit sinister yeah. behind that um seeing your partner get enjoyment from getting them some chocolate that's pretty normal art. yeah my husband does it for me he knows i like cake so he'll buy a cake for me after work yeah but it's it's when it becomes more than that and I think with going back to the fetishizing, <laughs> I'm so glad it's not just me who can't say it. It's there'll be key things that you should look for, I think, and it's talking about your weight, saying, "Oh, I want you to squash me." Oh, just your weight shouldn't really be talk spoken about. The way you look will come into question, like not question, but especially if you're on a dating app. If you've met someone in real life, they know what you look like. Mm. To me, there should be no questions. There should be no discussion about what I look like, unless we're complimenting each other. But if it's if the, that's where the conversation is steered towards, yeah, I think that's they're starting to fetishize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's there's really such a fine. Well, I'm actually not even sure if there is a fine line because there's been lots more conversation recently about types and, and and stuff like that uh, because people are becoming much more aware of um racism and how steeped it is in into into our culture and having to kind of check themselves you know the people in the past who've been like i love black men or i love mm -hmm. the, you know i think it's time to for, for people to go do you or uh, is where's this coming 
come from. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and I think it's really the same with um, <clears throat> the the issue about fatness and, and fetishization. Like, I, I actually think it's perfectly reasonable for somebody to only fancy fat people. Mm. I think that is fine. I don't yeah. think, I often think there's not even necessarily a choice in that. I kind of feel like the people who are our types are formed almost subconsciously often to do with the first person that you crushed on yeah. or the person that you lost your virginity to or even some fucked up mum and dad shit mm. um which we're not you know in control of necessarily um you, you know somebody fancying redheads their whole life because their first kiss in secondary school was with a redhead i don't think that's very fucked up no. i think that that's fine and i actually don't think it's something that any of us can control i know i can't control what my type is but I also know that my type restricts me a little bit because mm. I don't tend to fancy anyone who doesn't look right. like my type and I know where that comes from it was the first guy that I ever they all look very similar to the first guy that I have that ever really treated me nicely mm. um and um and that does limit me because I don't look at like blonde men, for example. Mm. I just don't find blonde men attractive. I just don't. Mm. And that, and I can see how other people could find them attractive. I've never found a blonde man attractive in my entire life. So I get that some people can only find blonde men attractive or can only find fat people attractive. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I think that then, like you say, it becomes fetishization if it's like I can only get sexual gratification from this. And so I'm using those type of people for my sexual gratification. Right. Uh, Am I making sense? No, absolutely. Like you're making complete sense. And I think um, if you were to unpack fetishization. fetishization, Yeah, we've got (laughs) you now. Yeah. it's uh yeah it's like a it's seeing actually someone as being not human in a like in a sense yeah Um, you're dehumanizing objectifying hypersexualizing dehumanizing that person um literally like you said for the for gratification of yourself um so yeah no i think you're absolutely right i think that's the key isn't it is is are they objectifying you because of your fatness or your blackness or Mm -hmm. your red hair or whatever it is um that's made you the object of their fetish can Mm. they see are they respecting you and seeing you as a human beyond Mm. what you can do for them you know for sexual gratification i guess i guess fetishizing is dehumanizing isn't it yeah Yeah. there's a difference between having your sexual imprint which is usually from when you're really really young and looking at someone thinking or being overly interested hyper aroused hypersexual because of their fatness absolutely yeah Mm. yeah and and i think we probably should have touched on this at the beginning but the fat actually we have got a question about fat phobia and actually it fits in nicely with this one so i'm going to go straight onto it which is is it fat phobic to not find fat people attractive so there's all these fucking lines, isn't there? It's like, if you find fat people too attractive, you might be fetishizing. <laughs> if you don't find them attractive, you're fat phobic. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, it, it is really difficult. See, with that question, is it fat phobic not to date fat people? The reason I tend to lean automatically to the answer being yes is because I know how entrenched fat phobia is in society that it is very rare to meet someone who is very genuine non um any negative um opinions on what fatness means and just saying it's just not my type it is 
in my experience, 95% because what we spoke about earlier, it signifies other things that society has fed us about what fatness equates. And that is usually, like we said, lazy, gluttonous, unhygienic. So I find it very difficult and I'm yet, I'm yet to be proven wrong, but I find it very difficult um, when someone says... Mm, just not into fat chicks that it's not coming from a very fat phobic belief mm, from a, the, what society's just pushed upon them because yeah. even me as a fat woman I sometimes do fat phobic things and I'm like whoa Kaylee check yourself towards myself like mm. oh yeah oh. same like and I'm a fairly confident woman and I'm fairly happy in my body it's changed recently and I'm trying to get to grips with that but if I'm doing it as a fat woman other people cannot tell me that they don't. It's so Absolutely. entrenched within society. Yeah. And it's just so normalised. It is, you know. It's and so I've noticed that with my parenting. I I did something recently which I feel like I can't even take back, you know. Like my son was, um, we'd eaten all this like dinner and dessert and all of this stuff. And then I went out the room and then I came back and my son was like a fucking crackhead. Like on the, <laughs> standing on the counter like hunting for Oreos and you could see that when I'd been gone there'd been like seven eaten and there were you know and I was like don't do like what the fuck man like you've eaten so much you do you want to be fat and then I was like <gasps> yeah <laughs> and I was, but it's okay to be fat but it's not okay to be unhealthy and being fat has got nothing to do with being and I really was just like god it's so in me it's isn't like a it? dumb, like, why the fuck did I say and that and now moment? I've already put that seed in his head of like oh no you don't want to be fat do you and that's mm. the only reason why you shouldn't eat 25 oreos all at once you know <laughs> yeah like um, it's difficult like, it's so but it's like you said it's just in our language isn't yeah. it it's just it's how we were brought up especially with our parents like i know my mom <laughs> oh god my mum is fat phobic. I know mm. she is. Mm. Um, is she overweight, your mum? No, my mum is very slim. Well, not very slim, but to me, she's very slim. She's, what, a size 10 to 12? And I know she's fat phobic. I hope my sister won't mind me telling this, but my sister was trying to buy a dress a couple of weeks ago for her birthday. And my mum was like, oh, she bought a bodycon. My sister is probably about a size 14 to 16 at the moment. She's quite hip, similar body shape to me, quite hippie. Mm. And my mum was like, oh, no, no. Those aren't for your shape. Mm. You need to get a smock dress. <gasps> yeah, mm. it's so if you're being but that generate, and I'm not making excuses for your mom. You're right, though. It's that generation. But is that, that generation is Big very. Time. Yeah, okay. My dad does it. Every, you know, if yeah. I, my dad every time he hugs me, he'll squeeze my arms and tell me I've put on more weight and I need to be careful and I need to watch myself. You know. Mm. Oh, it's so, yeah, like, I mean, I'm exactly the same. Whether, like, the intent is always good, I guess. Um, and they don't maybe realise the harm, because like we said, it, it is so normalised. But yeah, like, I've got so many um, family members that will tell me, um, you know, I'm so beautiful, I just need to get that belly off, yeah. you know. Or telling me using... Um, backhanded compliments? Yeah, backhanded compliments. And also um, a lot from childhood being told that, I can get any man I want, as in that is like the pursuit of a woman. Yeah. If I remain slim. So can you imagine as a child how fucked up that Someone is? Someone actually said to me, I won't say who it was, but the person said to me, imagine how many men you could get if you were slimmer. Oh my God, literally such a similar And in my head, my immediate response is, 
but I get bear man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, so, what's the problem? <laughs> but then it sat with me and I was like, rah, that's really fucked up. But mm. can I say something that is also really fucked up and that might get me cancelled, but I feel like I need to say it. Mm. It's also true in that... <laughs> not that you not not I'm, about I know, you, I get but what I'm what I'm saying is Absolutely. that yeah you do you do yeah. get that the fact is People if you, treat you when better. you lose weight you 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 do start gaining more attention from men Absolutely. A, and obviously the we don't want those men mm. because actually I think it's a real fucking uh red flag for like narcissism mm. is is actually this thing of actually you might find fat women attractive but you don't want a fat girlfriend because you'll be judged by other men and by society as my husband actually said that exact thing because he likes fat women and he said, so many men like fat women. They're just scared of the judgment from other men. Mm. Yeah. Which is so sad. Because, yeah, because it affects your status because you can't get a slim woman. Yeah. So and slim is the pinnacle of beauty. Yeah. And mm. um, I yeah. think what you said, sorry to cut in there, but I don't think that would get you cancelled because it is, it, it is so true because um, it's the reality of living with privilege um, that... You're so right. When I was slim, people held doors open for me and people were nicer to me. Um, when I was blonde and slim, I was treated extremely different. Um, yeah, life is easier. And I guess that's a good way to view how even though I advertise myself as anti-diet, I'm, of course, always body autonomy over anything. And it's not for me to sit and be like, you know, if someone's choosing to diet or lose weight, um, you know, it's an easier way to live. You know, you don't get discriminated and life it is, is easier. easier. So who am I to judge? Do you know that way? I um, often yeah. feel like I'm happy within myself, well, mostly, but I live in a world that is not accepting of me mm. in every area, in my work, day to day, everything. I'm just not accepted for being a fat woman. And going back to the previous point, I think there's a couple of other things that I think should be taken into, into consideration Dating apps have fucked it up for people just having normal conversations and chatting to each other in the street mm. and starting to date like that. And I also think there's times when I've been out as a fat woman and if I'm being overly flirty, men are all for it, mm. regardless of my size. So if you are highly sexualizing yourself, men are interested, mm. whether you're fat or thin. I think that is maybe not as much as if you were thin, but... That is also something that I've experienced. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe, so, yeah, and then maybe you fall into that thing of if I'm the fat one here in the crowd, if I'm the fat woman here, then I need to be the bubbly one, the, the one who's ago. drinking and woo, I'm here and I'm, I'm here not for a good time. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm so laid back. I did that years ago mm. because I felt like I had to show up in a certain way to be accepted. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it's, it's so sad. Mm. It is sad. It is sad. And I've noticed it. You know, it, it's interesting because I, Again, I, I'm not plus size, but I'm definitely I, I'm I'm three or four stone heavier than what I was when I was actively dating. After I had, so so I was I was quite big. Um, I think I was up to a size twenty actually in maternity clothes, and then still in the clothes that I was wearing after. 
I've I've been up and down with my weight a lot. And then I got really slim, but like gym slim. Mm. I was really like well on my way to having a six pack. And I did not struggle on dating apps at all. I mean, honestly, it was just I'd had my pick of them. And I was dating really a lot. And if I went to a festival, I'd get my number taken by God knows how many people. Um, And each year that, my weight has gone up and up and up. My male attention has reduced See, that's really in line. I've never it had an issue. Me. You see, I, but then the other thing, so this is why I don't definitely know if it's, it's weight because mm. I've also aged in that okay. time. And I've gone from so being shallow. 31 to 39, men which makes... So shallow, that would come into it as I well. I think age makes a massive fucking difference. Because I never struggled when I was dating, I never struggled. I had, I'm not going to give a number because I don't sound like I'm trying to boast, but a massive amount of messages mm. from men. Not all genuine, of course, like 95% of them were loads of shit and just yeah. not yeah. worth my time. But I'd never, ever struggled like that on mm. dating apps. No, I I had never. If it's only every, so every now and then I'll go back on a dating app just to see what's going on. If I'm really bored, I can't really use them now because the fucking, mm. you know, blah, 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 my anonymity, blah, blah, blah. But there's a couple of times that I, you know, maybe once a year I'll just join up to a different one. And I barely get any matches now. Um... I don't really see a lot of people that I even want to match with. I think mm. dating apps have gone really shit. Is it down to you as well? Not being <laughs> there is a lot to do bullshit. with me, but I do think things have significantly changed, <laughs> and, and I do not. I don't know if that's weight or weight and age or just a. I just or dating apps have changed. I don't know, mm. but I definitely feel like I'm not as immediately popular as I was when I was thin. Mm. I think in and I find that day, hard it is hard in day to day that's definitely a thing mm. like walking down the street I think a slim woman is more likely to be approached on the street than maybe a fat woman mm. that's my experience because going back to what we said before men feel some kind of shame for liking fat women because we're not the epitome of beauty yeah, yeah. it's interesting because in like coming from Belfast in Northern Ireland and then coming here um see in Northern Ireland it's it's extremely fat phobic like I on dating apps I was saying earlier it's so depressing um but when I'm in the UK or parts of England I will always get approached on the street and there's no shame, especially London. Yeah. London places like Liverpool. And I think it's got to do with how culturally diverse it is because Ireland is so white and so yes. Irish. I get like the the beauty standards of women, I think actually are different to parts of the UK because of it. Mm. Um, and the beauty standard over there would be very thin. It's um, the white ideal. Basically, yeah, like typical like um, quote-unquote Irish features dark hair blue eyes um you know pale skin and that's not to say all Irish people are Northern Irish people that's their type but uh yeah I I see a massive difference that's really Uh, interesting yeah big time well it is rooted in in race and racism and white supremacy isn't it and I mean I think everybody knows I, I hope I'm not saying anything that would be considered offensive, but certainly I think it's quite common knowledge that black men 
uh, tend to prefer bigger women. Mm. Not all black men, of course, mm-hmm. um, but like you say, culturally, culturally it is absolutely. acceptable in certain cultures and 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 lauded for women to be mm. bigger. Yeah. Um, and all of that re- de- dates back to, I mean, the the denigration. So sorry, because I was reading up on this and I might get this wrong, but the racism around and fat phobia are linked to white supremacy because. I can't because it was some, what, what, what? I mean from I don't want to over like speak as a white person here but from what I've learned um it's because yeah the black body was seen as more voluptuous in terms of the white figure um so it came along with the whole just like package of dehumanizing of black bodies mm-hmm. um fearing the black uh fearing the fat body or fearing the black body I'm not sure which one it is is an incredible book in terms of um, white supremacy and the connection with fat phobia mm. um but yeah that's that's mm. what I've learned Mm. yeah because i also because i thought also that the reason why in some cultures fat is seen as beautiful and um aspirational is because it meant you know hundreds of years ago you were eating yeah, you, you were money. you were you got money you got yeah money. Mm. you um, can make babies <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you can carry yeah. babies you can look after the family you're fertile it's yeah it's behind that kind of thing and it's just it's continued but what i'm finding now is where london is culturally diverse and there are groups of men that are all different cultures and you'll grow up with different cultures you'll find that it's not just um black men yeah it's white men it's asian men it's turkish men because when i was younger i used to think that only black men would like me and i dated just black men for till i was probably (laughs) I'm 35, but I'll say till I was about 19, 20. Mm. And then it's like this whole world opened up to me, other races. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I never thought Asian men would like me Mm. because the Asian idea of being slim and quiet and I'm fat and fucking loud. (laughs) And then white men, I thought they only just wanted blonde trophy. Like, this is my ignorance as well. But I relate. That was exactly my experience as well. And it's very interesting you say that because um, my journey of becoming a fat, a large fat person um, was coming off the back of recovering from anorexia. So I, you know, was extremely unwell in terms of eating disorder and my increasingly larger body and also big issues with um, needing to be validated by men. And I think a lack of self-love as well, because yeah. when the world teaches you you're not good enough from the get-go, mm. it takes a lot to battle against that and no, no, hold up. Just because I'm fat, and for me, just because I'm a woman of colour, that, that doesn't have to impact my worth. I am good enough. Mm. And it's it's such a battle. Well, it really yeah, is. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it's hard enough for straight size you know what we would see as what society says is perfect even as women in those bodies um it's it's so fucking hard to find Mm. self-love and so many of us rely on 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 male validation and then so to have to try to achieve self-love and a good self-esteem when you have got the whole world saying yeah she'd be really pretty if she wasn't so fat you know yeah it's fucking shit isn't it you've got such a pretty face yeah like don't fucking say nothing to me don't say that (laughs) yeah don't fucking tell me yeah Yeah. (laughs) literally yeah yeah so i can see it, it i think it's a fine line isn't it because 
maybe it is fat phobic to not i think if you don't if you say i don't find fat people attractive i think that's fat phobic because i think then you are actually just it's more than fat phobic in a way it's like you're just an idiot because what are you even basing relationships and of all on the fat right. people in the world you're ne- you i find it really hard to believe that you would never find a fat person attractive or mm. you would never find a black person attractive or never find a white person attractive yeah Going through life and being 35 now, it's just, you just don't know. No. You don't know. Yeah. You can't say, oh, I don't fancy men with long hair because actually you might walk down the street and see a fucking hot man with long hair. For instance, I've never dated a bald man. I was like, nah, not for me. My fucking husband's bald. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I, I really, really didn't like the Cockney accent. He's got a Cockney accent. Yeah. He's a white Cockney bald <laughs> man. Yeah. That is not my type. But you fancy the shit I was out of like, him, don't what? you? Yeah. This man is he's a spice. Yeah. Like, so you 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 just don't know. And that's the thing, isn't it? You fuck yourself up and you restrict yourself because right. if you're putting yourself in this, I only date this person, then you are gonna miss the yeah. bald cockney white man who yeah. might be your soulmate. You yeah. know what I mean? I think if you look at a person and there is nothing about them not their looks not their personality it makes you go oh mm. don't don't bother but if there's something that you think okay yeah be open to it absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah i totally agree is it wrong to utilize angles and lighting to hide your weight on dating apps primarily for yourself yes, yes. yeah don't worry about yeah. them Worry about yourself yeah. and the injustice that you're doing to yeah. yourself. You're compromising yourself and it it will, you know, again, anyone can do what they want. But I mean, that will just eat you alive. Yeah. You know, um, it will it, honestly like in certain cases, it almost trick you into body dysmorphia. If you're doing it so religiously that you can even have your a candid photo taken because, you know, you can't like curate the angle of having this perfect figure um it's tough and i've definitely been there um because i'm desperate to fit into a you know more like palatable version of myself i've done Um, it as well Mm. not on dating apps but sending pictures to guys i'll make sure that i'm at a certain angle and that my belly didn't look as big and that my bum really stuck out my Mm. boobs stuck out and now i look back and i'm like kaylee he was gonna see your fucking belly when you met up with him like Right. He, he's not gonna miss it. Yeah. Right. He, <laughs> so I was doing myself a disservice yeah. by doing that, and then it kind of sets you up like, oh, and this I think this is another one of the questions. Oh, is he gonna like me in real life? Does he really know what I look like? Yeah. Well, if I'm posing in certain ways and not being myself, obviously, if I want to stick out my bum and my boobs, and that's how I am, and that's who I am, then yeah, yeah. Of but course. if it's not, then no, because you're setting yourself up for. I could imagine you're going to stress yourself out when it comes to meeting that person. Mm. You're going to be so like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to wear my waist trainer. I'm going to have to put my butt pads in or whatever. But I have to say for anyone who is struggling with this, having now come to a place where I have, I'm so unapologetic about taking up space. It is fucking liberating. It is, it's terrifying. Yes. And the whole world is against you but it is fucking liberating. And knowing that you are just going to show up as yourself, you're going to show the angles where your arms look massive and your belly, you know, your foot is hanging out or whatever. 
and you're still meeting up with people that know exactly what you look like you yeah. can just be yourself yeah that's it isn't it and that is about i think you know what you touched on earlier was that whole thing of like actually we shouldn't beat people up who want to lose weight or who you know i i don't diet i don't weigh myself i don't do any of those things if i happen you know I, I train a lot if i lose weight i'll lose weight but i have come to a point where i'm like it is so to, our life is so hard anyway but then to add that whole other element of like i have to lose weight and so i have to not indulge in one of my greatest pleasures in life which is food um all to to meet this ideal so that i look good enough in pictures to attract men or whatever i think that your life just becomes so fucking unhappy oh. and the second that you go this role is mine and this beautiful yeah. belly is mine and actually sometimes rub it and just be like i shouldn't have said well, all these horrible say, things yeah, to you to yeah. take pictures of yourself look yes. at yourself in the mirror look at yourself naked yeah and learn to accept first of all just mm. this is my body yeah because you can't go from oh i hate this i hate that too oh, i'm amazing yeah i look great yeah it's it there's a, it's a slow transition yeah yeah absolutely and i think as a coach working from the inside out yeah. Working on who you are as a person, yeah. what you're about, where you want to go, working on where you've been, it creates a confidence and then your body doesn't become as important. Yeah. Once you're your sure of yourself. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. And you know what you're about you'll just carry a confidence naturally. Absolutely. You're so right. And I think that's really important to drive home that, of course, we all like to feel good, you know, like look cute in photos and stuff, but actually learning that the, most important part of yourself is not how you look is, is so key to it like yeah. it's not as easy to be like you know yes queen I look you know amazing um talking about like practical things I in terms of recovery from an eating disorder and you know recovery from like self-hate I can actually touch my skin funny you brought up the moisturizing thing because that's been one of the most revolutionary things I've ever done to myself oh, to actually lovely. learn it's the act of self-care of moisturizing and touching and nurturing my body mm. is I don't know if it's the way I like react to things but it's almost like a self yeah nurturing thing um because I was scared to even look at myself naked I was petrified yeah I've been there um mm. so learning yeah to touch parts of my body and just seeing it as like an act of self-care was really really effective yeah, and I th and that's why you know, like, so I'm, I'm rubbing my belly now. You you can't see it, um, so but there is something, yeah, about kind of going. Actually, you're my belly, and yeah. right now you ain't going anywhere. No. I might lose weight at some point in the future. Right now, this is who I am, yeah. and and God, thank you for like protecting you for giving me this human and insulation yeah. and you know and i and i do think it's we're all rubbing ourselves at the moment you can't <laughs> see but, not um, sexually not yet um but no i think that's a really important thing to is just grab yourself and love yourself and take the pictures and even if you don't post the pictures take the fucking pictures and i can almost guarantee you that in a year two years you will look back at yourself in those pictures and think why did i hate myself oh then God, was oh, like, yes. how lovely yeah um, and remembering that your body is is going to change especially for women it changes yeah from one part of the month to the other yeah like just i truly believe that focusing on who you are what rather than what you look like is just 
key yeah. for feeling good about yourself. I agree. But that's why dating apps have kind of fucked us up, isn't it? Because everything looks. is just about, are they going to fancy me in that first yeah. three photos or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. it's put so much pressure on that. Um, the next question, which is very much sort of in line with this one, which is the worry. Uh, this is how it starts. So I'm... It just says the worry that they have underestimated your size in photos and how they will react in person and feeling the need to alert people on dating apps to the fact that you are fat before meeting. So I, I certainly think that this is something that a lot of people do. I, I've felt myself doing it, which is that I'll I'll start to try to describe you know, because maybe the photos I have got up there are my best ones that show me looking the smallest. Um, and I will say to people, oh, you know, like I'm I'm chubby and blah, 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 just because I feel like I've got to just alert them to that before, mm. before we meet. Mm. I guess it's that fear of getting there and then being like... <gasps> You know, I don't yeah. know. I was just going to go into coaching mode and like, well, how could you deal with that? Next no, time? I'm all right now. <laughs> I'm saying I've experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. experienced it. I'm not necessarily doing it now. I think um, worrying about if the, your size when you meet up with them. Um, I think once again, like going back to the utilizing angles, if you're putting up photos that aren't a true depiction of you, you're, you're, it's almost inciting anxiety within yourself because that you do feel then like you've got to say, oh, well, this is what I look like. This is me. I've got a chubby belly. I've got big arms. But I think, I don't think you should warn them. No. 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 The rebellious streak in and me the is like... Warn them. The word, warn them. Mm. Like this, the, I'm not going to go and murder yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> warn them. Oh, she's fat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, no. We're yeah. not warning them. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, the rebellious side of me is like, that's their fucking problem. Like, if they if they have, like, you know, seen my photos that, you know, from the start, I've tried to be as honest and po- as possible about my size, which we've agreed is the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have either not looked at them or properly or they've maybe created like a romanticized version and like, I put that on them. Mm. And if it doesn't work... That's not my issue. Like, yeah. I'm just myself. Sometimes when you meet up with people, fat or not, they look different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, it's. It, I, I suppose it's just in the same category. And to answer their question, don't worry. Yeah, mm. exactly. Don't worry. Yeah. If yeah. you're putting up pictures that look like you, and at the end of the night or the next day, they're not interested, fuck them, I will. Yeah, mm. exactly. It can, be, it can feel like a bit of a hit. Mm. Yeah. But, once again self-confidence inner confidence and i don't get me wrong i know that takes a lot of work yeah i've had to do it for years and years and it comes in and out of my life but keep just working on yourself so that things like that don't hit you so hard yeah 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 no absolutely and also um oh i had a brain fart i don't know if i can remember my <laughs> I hate point. when that happens i can't remember my point um but yeah basically disagree. i think it is it is the acceptance thing is the is the important thing if you accept you, you you know your weight and what you look like then then the expectation is that other people are going to accept that too why the fuck wouldn't Mm -hmm. they and if they don't and if they're not interested that's just the best filter to get rid of somebody who would have just never like what are we trying to do i need to be smaller to impress you and if i'm slightly bigger you're gonna not like me fuck off as you say to this person there is nothing to warn them about yeah you are not this like flesh-eating monster you are not a fucking (laughs) you're not gonna force them to eat like exactly you're not gonna murder them (laughs) 
it's like maybe highlighting would be the better way, the better language to use because you've got nothing to warn them about yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely like a bit of, I don't want to say irrational because I'm sure it has happened to people, but it's never happened to me, thankfully. But I remember like I had this irrational fear that, um, you know, I would sleep with a guy for the first time or I would meet up with a guy for the first time and he would just like walk out. He'd be like, mm. no, fat, and then leave. And it's never happened, um, especially, <laughs> oh, well, not for me, thank God. No, but. it hasn't happened to me. Listen, <laughs> without being crude, if pussy is put on a plate, no man is going to turn it down. <laughs> Unless you look like the polar opposite of a picture he's seen. If he sees you and you are going to have sex, he's not going to turn it down. Mm, he's not. He's, not. he's focused on that. So. Exactly. Because yeah. men are fickle. Oh, you know what? Let me not even go there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have complaints, aren't I? Like, yeah. not all men wouldn't turn down sex. Oh, Some of us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, all right, whatever. Um, yeah, well, that brings us on to one of the other questions, which is about a lack of confidence during sex due to weight, especially being on top and I think there is that thing isn't there that often women feel like oh I'm uh, you know I, he definitely fancies me uh, we, you know we've got this great energy everything's really you know we're, we're definitely going to sleep together but I'm scared of sleeping with him in case he sees my body and it's like he knows what your body right. looks like mm -hmm. there are no you can wear as much spanks or whatever as you want mm. he knows yeah. roughly what he's getting yeah. or she is getting when those clothes come off like yeah. you know if you're spanks don't hide all the, the fat that's just added to our arms and whatever from being the size that we are um and i think you know if they want to fuck you after having looked at you in your clothes you don't i think you don't need to you have nothing Absolutely. to worry about but the I completely agree. I'm just going back to when, you know, my level of like detachment to my actual body size and self-loathing was so prevalent. I remember I would develop like UTIs because I couldn't get up out of the bed naked after sex. Like I was, the fear was so rich. Like it, it was, the re rejection from my body size was the worst thing ever, really. Um, so... You know, even like t saying that that you know, don't matter when you're in that such negative yeah. mindset, you know, nothing seems to be able to shift it. So I do think it's really important to keep putting yourself out there to kind of build up that evidence yeah. in yourself that, you know, people are going to accept you and you mm. can have great sex and, you know, he's not going to or she's not going to be like, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I sympathize with people so much because... I find that if it's a one-off sexual encounter, that feeling is more prevalent. Yeah. Mm. If it's somebody that you're sleeping with long-term or you're in a relationship with, um, it maybe it's about having a conversation with them and saying, this is how I feel and this is what I'm uncomfortable with. And you can kind of hash that out because if you're worried about his opinion, not that it, it should validate you, but him saying, I know what your body looks like and I like it. Mm. Sometimes that's it. And being on top, to me is no different to being in any other position. Mm. He can see your breasts, your belly, mm. your this, your that. And finding it, you need to find it comfortable. So obviously don't do it if you don't. But knowing, because what I'm getting from that is that she's feeling like the person isn't finding her attractive. I might be wrong. Mm. But sometimes knowing that they do is like, okay, 
because we all need some validation. Mm. Yeah. We all do. But I think you're right in that sometimes people can say to you over and over again, I love your belly. I love your belly. I love you. You're amazing. And you still can't Mm, shift and you cannot have good sex. You know, I think sex over the years has been ruined for so many women because for so much of the time we're worried about how it feels to him, whether we're good enough to him and what he can see. Uh, Or women who have sex with men, obviously heterosexual or bisexual women who have sex with men. Um, It is that thing, isn't it, of just they can tell you till the cows come home, but you can't shift that thing of I don't look like J-Lo or whatever. Mm -hmm how can I possibly have good sex? How can, you know, it's, it's a, one of the strategies is like what you said earlier, that thing of exposing yourself to yourself yeah. naked yeah. and actually forcing yourself to look in the mirror and really appreciate, you know, or even if you don't appreciate, even if you're just in the mirror being neutral and, and not loving or hating, it's just looking. Yeah. Just and accepting and being like, this is it. Yeah. I remember um, one of the first, actually, because it was such a big deal for me, one of the first experiences I had having sex where I leaned into being vulnerable with my size and it was so scary and I just remember I listened to a podcast or read something online where it was just like instead of because my hyper focus on just constantly thinking throughout sex what I look like you know I didn't enjoy it I had no pleasure at all it was just about him finishing and me trying to remain thin Mm -hmm. (laughs) throughout the whole thing but I remember reading or listening to something saying just try to focus on your pleasure and just see what happens and i swear to god it was petrifying but from that moment onwards little by little you know anytime i had sex i was just slowly getting more confident and then afterwards i realized that they were treating me the same and it was starting to even out this irrational you know because actually it's in your head and i know that that sounds like a dismissive statement of like it's all in your head because Mm. it doesn't feel because all that's in your head has has gone in there yeah but actually your thoughts are not what they're thinking right And, and like you say and actually i think even beyond weight that whole thing of focusing on pleasure and on what's actually happening in the moment Mm. changes sex for a lot of people because you when you you've got to get out of your own head to have good sex and i think when you know we spend so much time you know how's he going to suck my nipple now that it's in my armpit like (laughs) you know there's so much of this going on that actually i'm not even thinking there's a fucking man's tongue on my you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Focus on that. I can feel the heat from his hand. He's on. T- focus on those things, not and you. And I think right. for some practical advice, there is more than one way to be on top. Mm-hmm. Think about what it is that about being on top that upsets you, makes you uncomfortable, makes you not want to do it. And just if it's them looking down and they can see your boobs hanging, your nipples at the fucking bottom, and your belly's <laughs> flapping around, and well, that's what that's what I look like. Then Same. make him sit up, so you're kind of chest to chest. Right. And then when you're in the moment and you're enjoying it, he might just slow. You know, you just kind of gradually move into other positions. Sometimes it kind of changes, mm. and then you might find, whoa, this is whoa, I'm enjoying this. Oh, he's lying down. Oh, this is good. It might not go like that. But changing the position so that you are on top Mm. and you're getting that pleasure because a certain pleasure you get from on top, you've got his willy in your bits and your (laughs) clit is rubbing on Mm. him. Like there's so much pleasure to be had from that. So sit him up maybe and and hold each other so you don't feel so vulnerable. Yeah. Mm. 
I find putting pillows like under his like pelvis really good because I've got like fat like chubby yes. fat, fat thighs I like usually find that um having a bit of height I think it's like the shape of my pelvis or something anyway I find it sometimes a wee bit difficult to it get like a like good pushes you back yeah because um, yeah I get it I find that uh, pretty <laughs> helpful <laughs> um, I mean once you get it right like the feeling is just amazing I mean like physically but in terms of like mental liberation it's yeah. like feeling confident it. yeah and it's just another realm of having sex and just feeling nice with your body. Yeah. And knowing he's looking at me and he, he thinks I'm the shit. I feel like yes. the shit. Yeah. This is just the shit. But try not to even <laughs> think about that. That's the thing for me is that like when they're on top, again, all you're thinking about is, am I doing it right? Am I moving I my hips right? How, what is he looking at? Is he seeing? And, and actually bringing it right back to, there is a dick in my <laughs> vagina right now like focus on that like and enjoy it yeah you're so right and focusing on yeah rather than technique technique like get the hips or whatever you're thinking about the pleasure and for them uh, and actually if you're rocking your hips keep rocking them until you get that moment where you're like oh and then stick with that who gives a fuck he's gonna have a good time anyway find that the bit that works for you yeah yeah um Okay, that was a great co- that was a great conversation. I've I've learned something as well. Um, how can I get rid of the feeling that I'm not thin enough to be attractive to men? I internalize thoughts like I can start dating again when I've lost a bit of weight. Again, I recognize this one, mm. and I recognize this one from where like an ex has got in touch. And I'm three stone heavier than when I lost saw this ex, and that feeling came to me of like oh i'd love to meet up with him but i'd either have to do that warning i've just done inverted commas that i've put on three stone or maybe wait to see him until i can lose a little bit of weight and get back to what i was when i said you know Mm, i've been there so yeah i think a lot of us have been there How, how do we deal with that one um talk about exposure therapy like i just think surrounding yourself with women that you deem attractive in any shape or form or just people you deem attractive um on social media can be really powerful um you know seeing fat women in relationships um seeing just fat women living and looking amazing and can be really really powerful especially if you're coming from I would consider that a very kind of like early stage of still being having a lot of internalized fat phobia that you actually are not worth dating until you are thin um so you know if you are on social media a lot curating your feed um I've just, done that mm. yeah who, who can you recommend some good fat women to follow <sighs> um I'm shit with names Stephanie Aboa is good oh yeah she? yeah there is um, Jess on the plus size. Yeah. Um, gosh, what is her name? Lauren Tallulah. Um, I'm actually in. There's this. There's a page on Instagram called the Confidence Corner. At mm. the Confidence Corner. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. And it's run by two um, plus size. I don't know if they're sorry if I, I'm disrespectful or wrong. Models and influences something influences something along those lines and they have created a space just for fat women Mm. and it is so nice because i don't i've got some fat friends and i've got some slim friends it's so nice to talk about things that only other fat women get Mm. like chub rub oh what do i do for my chub rub Mm -hmm. like oh i need a like i needed a chair 
to like go to the beach with. I'm not fitting in no fucking normal right. size chair. My house is massive. Mm. Where can I go and get a chair that can fit my bum and things like that? Um, what is it like when you've gone to this theme park? So surrounding yourself and feeling normal because it's really easy to feel abnormal mm. in this world because mm. it's not made for us. No, not at all. Yeah. And then knowing that just you're not defined by your weight. It feels yeah. like it. It really, really does, but you're not. There's so much more to you than your weight. And if that person, if, if. <laughs> oh, yeah, you tell them about fat phobia. <laughs> we don't want these wankers. <laughs> what, what, what's happened? Chi Chi, let me talk. Come here, <laughs> you little loony. Hey, treats. Oh, she knows oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you're feeling. Like, you should be a certain weight before you start dating. What I sometimes do, a bit dramatic, but I am dramatic. <laughs> I look back, I think, when I'm dead or when I'm dying, do I want to think that I've missed out because yeah. of the way my body looks? Put your yeah. life on hold. For and am I going to, essentially, yeah, put my life on hold because I think that somebody else is not going to think that I'm good enough and it makes me a bit emotional because I've been there. Yeah. And I have missed out on so much right. because of my weight. And it's, I'll be honest, it's, it's, a, it's a journey and you're on it all the time. It's when a world's telling you one thing, you have to constantly tell it another mm. and tell yourself. Mm. So what I would suggest that they do is... It sounds so simple. Know your worth, but it's not no, just but knowing you're your right. worth. And, and I think that emotional thing, sometimes I think it's almost good in, in, in that way to get to that emotional, you called it dramatic, but actually I, I think sometimes that is needed in a way because that is true. Yeah. If life. you died tomorrow, which any of us could, mm -hmm. you just don't know what's going to happen. How heartbreaking would that be if the last years of your life were spent worrying what mm. some men you didn't even know mm. or barely knew or who didn't weren't even important to your life? If you knew that you'd held back your life for right. that, right. you know, and, and what would you be telling yourself? You'd be saying, fucking live. Yeah. Fuck these people. Like, what if you got diagnosed with a life-limiting illness yeah. tomorrow? Mm -hmm. You'd think, fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to fucking date whoever I can fucking get. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> yeah. really want to put yourself out there. Yeah. And also remembering, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants to date a slimmer person. Yeah. I've had plenty of dating experience i'm sure you have as well you too yeah like it's not always about that inverted commas perfect well no absolutely not i mean i had richie brave on the podcast this morning and now i asked him what his type was and he was just like fat <laughs> you know i like fat women and men and whatever you know um and 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 i think that that is the thing is that you know that you're gonna you will find love if you want love everybody mm -hmm. will there are you know everybody says there's someone out there for everyone i think there's a thousand people out there for yes. everyone or you know it's just about uh, putting yourself in the right places to meet them but also being in the right headspace to be open to that because i think sometimes we can fuck things up with that lack of confidence you mm. know what i mean it's not our fat belly self that ruined this self we self-sabotaged sure. yeah mm. because for joy Brene Brown calls it for booting joy do you mm. like yeah like, um, I Brene love Brown. her yeah um yeah no like just as a testimony of myself if anyone's listening and thinking like god but no life is only worth living when I'm you know beautiful and thin you know 
I literally spent exactly like yourself so many years just missing out because I just couldn't get past this notion that I had to look a certain way to enjoy life and I have actually lived the best years of my life as a fat person. I have had the best sex of my life since I have been a fat person and just had so much fun. And I'm doing everything I've wanted and more in a large fat body. Um, So it's completely possible. It is. Um, And you shouldn't put your life on hold. And I know it's difficult, but, you know, there is amazing fat people out there, like living their best lives and Mm, don't have to lose any weight. Like, for instance, we're here today. You've got your arms out. I've got my arms out i've got like i've a got my tits out belly. <laughs> i've got a belly top up well i'm not showing much belly but you've just you've got to embrace and you are both you incredibly are. sexy women okay. you know you are you're incredibly sexy women I, i'm not fetishizing you <laughs> um but no i i, I it, there is nothing about either of you that would make me think that you would have any trouble in attracting anybody mm. or attracting anything that you wanted into your lives you know mm. what i mean um and and it's sad that there are women who have exactly the same bodies as you but who are seeing them as cages you mm. know yeah. uh, and 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 are, and are weighed down b- by fat rather than embracing it and being able to find that confidence it breaks my fucking heart it really, yeah it breaks mine too and and also you know it's it really not to be like really cliche and be like it's a journey not a destination yeah but you know it's even now like for myself like i have to daily like for example walking from the tube station mm. to stand up straight keep your head tall you're not going to you know cower down and you're not going to reduce yourself like it's easy little to, to blend in mm. yes and just be hidden right it's it, it is a it's a daily thing for me or if i find myself walking past you know, a group of guys and i have all these like old little things like hold your breath suck your stomach in you know um mine's for when i'm gonna leave and i've got to get on the tube your ass isn't fitting in those chairs kaylee mm. are people gonna notice i'm like yeah. well, of course they're gonna fucking notice i just need to accept that yeah exactly my ass is big like i'm big my arms are gonna budge yeah. the, the person next to me and, and we're they're gonna to go and i'm not mm. gonna give a fuck i can't give a fuck yeah. i can't constantly give a fuck about how fat i am when it's to do with other people yeah it's too it's tiring uh, it's mentally draining yeah no, it really, really is. Yeah, and we have one short life. Yeah. And yeah, we have to do whatever we can. I think that is it, isn't it? Self-love and self-care actually sounds like kind of airy-fairy shit that you see on, like, oh, info, coach, like, I'm memes. So, it's been watered down. advocate of it. But it is so important, isn't it? And it, actually, and it takes work. Like, yeah, it, it, it You actually have to do something. You can't, you, you know, like, I could say, I love my dog, but, but I can't love her without also meeting all of her needs and caring for her and nurturing her and wanting the best so my love takes action my love takes taking her for a walk and all of that and it's the same for me i can't love myself by going i love myself i actually have to love myself by taking direct action Mm. to 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 care for myself whatever that is for different people that's different things but yeah it is a journey and and it's it's one that we need to like really yeah work on all of us regardless of size but i think definitely for for fat people it's just something that we really have to be like yeah no like daily it is daily daily. it is yeah um 
do I need to decrease my standards after gaining 15 kilos? Handsome men feel out of my league now. Men are definitely less interested in me now that I am larger. Short answer, no. Fuck, never (laughs) decrease your standards. Never. I've, I've put on three stone. I've actually put on... When I was pregnant, I lost a shitload of weight because I was really poorly. I've put on, I've, <laughs> I've put on shitloads of weight since, basically mm. about three stone. So what's that? Fourteen. It's a big number. Yeah, mm. I can't calculate it. So I would say it's probably fifteen kilos or more. I don't think that I should lower my standards. No. Way. No. no, because one, my body is beautiful, mm. just as everybody else's is beautiful. And I am still the person I am. So, it, it, that makes me sad. It makes, so it's, it's a very really sad question. Sad. Your really value has sad. not decreased. No. Um, because you have gained weight. I know society constantly is telling you that it has. Yes. And that you will not be whole as a person um, until you lose weight. Um I mean, you can bring it always back to um, just doing internal work, really. It's those kind of fundamental changes um, and just educating yourself on, you know, something really powerful for me was um, learning about the history of um, the patriarchy and fat phobia because it started to enrage me. And I think anger is very demonized, but I think it's incredibly crucial for... Especially demonized for women. Yeah. Mm. And it really just like brought like almost like ignited like a flame into me to get really passionate and then mm. when i started like learning about it i was like fuck this shit fuck them. <laughs> this yeah fuck literally them. How fuck this fucking shit dare they? Mm. yeah tell right? me tell fucking yeah. me yeah. <laughs> they want to keep yeah. you small and quiet yeah and no. i'm not fucking doing that as a woman as a fat woman right as a fat woman of color right. fuck you yeah no. literally no um so i find that makes me try and take up more space sometimes oh my god and come in like I'm here. Right. Yeah. And I am here. <laughs> because I love that. I don't want to be, I don't want to feel how I used to feel. Mm. I don't want to be pushed away. I want to be recognised. Yeah. And take up space. Yeah. Unapologetically. And my, thinking about this woman, it's, it's hard to offer advice other than what we've said. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we have covered... But your value has not decreased. Absolutely no. not. It's so hard to make somebody believe that though, isn't I it? Know. And I think that people should think about how they would talk to their friends and, uh, yes. you know, and because would you say to a friend, if a friend had gained 15, and like you said, I don't know quite what 15 kilos is. It's got. about 30... How many kilos in it? 30 something pounds. Right. Because there's, there's even if it was two pound, it's the, yeah. it's the same. Yeah, advice. it's the whole notion, isn't it? If your friend says to you, I've gained some weight, do I need to decrease my standards? Would you be saying, yeah, yeah. And if. Go and date rough sleepers. If Not saying that there's anything wrong with rough sleepers, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. If she's saying that men don't notice her as much, that's because men are. <laughs> <laughs> what are men? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's not go there. Um. <laughs> They are all about the aesthetic. Mm. And Not all men. Well, we know <laughs> that, but hashtag. enough of them for me to say men are about the aesthetic. <laughs> and there will be men that are about you and your aesthetic. Oh, yeah. So don't worry about that. Yeah. Worry about yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing. I guess that that is 
maybe the same men who did fancy you when you were 15 kilos lighter might not fancy you now mm. because they're not they don't fancy fat people but there'll be a whole range of new people who are going to fancy do. you who didn't fancy you mm. when you were 15 kilos lighter you know yeah those men are no is, better i think that? this is more about how she sees herself rather than the men but uh, yes that's what my yeah gut is telling me i also think it feeds into that narcissism thing again where it's like the handsome guys i'm now out of their you know they're well, out of so my league she now. She needs to look at what how she's she needs looking to look at up men and what type of men she's got. Right, yeah. and also I think for me anyway, my fatness has acted in a like a positive in terms of dating sometimes because not to say that there is um, not narcissists that like fat people, but I mean it has filtered out a lot of bullshit for me. Yeah, mm. um, it's definitely a lot more authentic than when i was thin and dating yeah because i'm kind of more prone to not always of course but um attracting people who are like more, more open-minded um because they're first of all giving a fat person a chance yeah and um, not that that's a, that's a favor for me or anything but do you know what i mean yeah um so it could work in her favor if she lied i've it. actually found oh sorry i've actually found dating the bigger i've got less pressure mm. Mm. Maybe it is, going back to what you said, the type of men that I was attracting when I was smaller. Yeah. And I felt this pressure to stay smaller. Right. Stay your size. Don't, because you're 16 now, Kaylee. Don't go over a 16. Yeah. Don't go over a 16. And then I'd go over it and I'd berate myself and I'd die and I'd say, I wish I could cut this belly off. And mm. I'd look in the mirror and I'd hate myself. And then I got to a point, I was like, well, <laughs> I'm too, I want to eat. Yeah. And I like eating. And yeah. I've put on more weight and... I just, I can't live my life worrying yeah, about other people and what I look like and it's just, it's Yeah, it's there lot. is, it, and it's even on a day-to-day -day basis, like you can actually change how you feel about that kind of shit, like almost instantly. Like, right. you know, when you get into that mode of like, this is me, <laughs> no apology. <laughs> um, you know, you can just be like, yeah, I'm going to eat that fucking cake and I'm not going to give a shit what Gary thinks of me. <laughs> and I'm going to post a picture of myself looking exactly how I do in real yeah. life and I'm going to fucking love it. And then tomorrow you can wake up and feel like, oh, mm, I feel yeah. like shit. <laughs> and that is normal. Yeah. yeah I think there's normal. a lot of narrative out here and I find it with clients that, Every day's got to be good. Yeah. Oh. And that's not real. Life is, it's a constant roller coaster. That's mm. such a brilliant point. Because it's another perfectionist kind of yeah, thing, like isn't it? Yeah, you've got to have a good life. Yeah, positive vibes only. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no such Toxic thing. positivity. Yeah, there's no such thing. Like, life is up and down. That's fine. And everybody's ups and downs are different. Mm. Your dishwasher breaking could make you just not want to do anything all day. Whereas my mum could die. And I, that's what would be my thing that would tip me. Every, I think they're slightly do. Mum dying and dishwasher breaking. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just the first example that came to my head. Like, she pointed at me is, as well. Like, if my mum died, I'd be upset. If your dishwasher broke, it'd be... Yeah. <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is that everybody's bullshit yeah, affects them differently. Absolutely. So you've got to know that you're going to have shit days. Yeah. You have shit days at work. You have shit days with your kids. You have shit days in your relationship. You have shit days with people on the street. You're going to have shit days with yourself. Yeah. But as long as they're not overriding the good days yeah mm -hmm. at times they may but if it, as long as it's not consistent in your yeah. life then 
you're doing okay. Absolutely. That's such good advice. And I I think it's so important, um, you know, like in terms of toxic positivity and, you know, the wellness and self-care culture has become really, really big to it's you know like recovery and like learning to love yourself is messy as fuck yeah like it is not neatly packaged it's gut-wrenching it brings up a whole load of childhood stuff for a lot of people you know it's, it's back and linear. forth yeah absolutely there is nothing linear about life's journey mm. you'll go up down you'll go back a little bit you'll mm. come forward things will happen in your life that will kick something off for you yeah. to start thinking oh oh, my mum did this to me when I was younger and this happened to me when I was 25. And yeah, we've got to learn to accept that. Normalise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't see it on social media. Yeah. It's the highlight reel. You're so right. Mm. Yeah. So to this woman, don't fucking decrease your standards don't after gaining weight. Raise your standards. Right. Be like, there is more of me now to love. Yeah. Exactly. So I need to raise my standards to a man who's going to be able to handle my incredible audacity of being so fucking hot. And on that point, it does take some time, I think, a strong man to be with a fat woman Mm. because he's got to understand her journey Mm. and the way the world looks at her. Like my husband, he wasn't aware of all of this. All the stuff that I tell him about getting on tubes, walking into shops, sitting in restaurants, talking to people, the way people look at me. Like, and he was like, oh, wow. Does he get defensive? Um, if he spots oh yeah yeah he yeah he's angry man right he, he would be like no like even on the way here i went into a petrol station and some man like no i get people look at each other it's normal but there's a limit mm. i've walked past him he spanned his whole body to follow me i said you don't look at me like that mm. do not look at women like that mm. then he's come off the phone he's gone oh i'm sorry i'm sorry um and then he went on this spiel about He's done this before. I was like, and you haven't fucking learnt, first of all. I saw a woman a few years ago in a see-through dress and then her boyfriend come and had an argument with me, but she shouldn't be wearing a see-through dress in the day. She should wear it in the night. I said, she can wear what she wants when she wants and you need to not stare at her. She's not the problem. Like, the fact that you are a repeat offender. (laughs) Come on, bruv. Yeah. And they're sorry, sister. Sorry, sister. I said, "Mm, go away. Mm. Go away. Like, and then I told him and he was like, where? Who? Where? Because it's not acceptable to talk to him like that. Or when I've had people give me like a side eye about my weight. Like I have, I had someone when I was in college say that they don't think that fat people should sit in the windows of restaurants. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Wow. And I was the bigger one out of the group and I sat there like, you fucking bitch. Jesus Christ. But that, but that does it. permeate into people's, you know, I know a lot of people like fat people who don't want to go to the gym because they think that people will be staring at mm. them in the gym. Um, and they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I know, like, you know, we're shamed if we don't go to the gym and then we fucking go to the gym. And, and like we people, we're, we're filmed, mm. you know, yeah. and then we're on Snapchat. People at. being like, huh, look at this wheel on the treadmill or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, you know, I've had most of my stares from women. And I think it's maybe because a fat woman taking up space can be threatening yes. because um, they're like, what like she ha- she's not shaming herself into self-hatred she's to showing thin. her body How- yeah. i can't show my body why can this fat woman mm. do yeah it? and i There's sympathize because i know where they're at um but i i've just learned to stare back and then they kind of clock on that it's really uncomfortable mm. and like i haven't got an issue so you, what you i've had is a lot of women look at me look at my husband look at me <sighs> look at my husband and i know they're thinking what is he doing with her mm. It's bad. Yeah. And even he's noticed that. 
Mm. Yeah, that's... Mm, because I don't look like... Because he's bald, he's got a bit of a beard. He doesn't... He's um, Irish. Oh, no Heritage, way. yeah. Sure. But he doesn't look Irish. He looks like he, he's been asked if he's Albanian, if he's mm. Turkish. He's got... His hair is, is dark. And I know they're looking like he should be with someone that doesn't look like me. Mm. Not a woman of colour, someone who is slimmer. Maybe like a bit of a, a trophy. And they're looking, 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 looking. And I can see the, the cogs turning in, in their brains. Mm. Yeah. It's fucked up. That is so fucked up. Yeah. See, because we've come to the end now, but I don't want to finish on this note. Uh, it's been such I want to finish on a positive note. Oh, right, okay. Because we've had some times in this podcast where we're like, yeah, fucking fat is brilliant. And now we've come to a place where we're like, oh, yeah, but this is kind of the shit part of what? it. I don't want to finish on this part. How can we finish good? What I was just reflecting on is how incredibly contagious this conversation has been. And, like, I feel in part as fuck. I don't yes, know so I do too. Like, yes. I want to, like, go out on the bikini. walk down the street and be like, fuck you. <laughs> Literally. I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm pumped. Yeah. I was actually feeling that. I was just, I, I, I've literally not, because, like, you know, normally, so they can see me, but you can't. I've got like a bit of belly hanging over my jeans. And normally at this point, I'd be like going like this. I am like, no, no. It's just the yeah. belly. It's just your belly. Um, like. yeah, yeah, and yes, there is something about having this conversation with you two that is, but it's not just making me feel better about myself. In that. It's making me just feel like, I don't know, this kind of feeling of just like, women are fucking great, oh, man. Women are so fucking sexy and so brilliant. We're incredible. Mm. We're so powerful and strong and resilient. Yeah. And the fact that we're shrinking that down to what we look like, we're so much fucking more yeah. than that. Yeah, exactly. Like we're mothers, we're women who are strong and go out, have careers and yeah. juggle loads of shit and get on with it. That is Very the point, incredible. isn't it? The fact that we have really been reduced down to our looks being the main thing about us when there and is where that so come much from? more. The fucking patriarchy. Mm. Such fucking bullshit, supremacy. isn't it? Fuck that shit. Yeah. No, you, you, you two are fucking amazing. And you know, like the fact that you... I mean, we've met before at my patron party and we've never met before, but we speak loads. And I, I genuinely consider the both of you to be friends, actually. Mm, yeah. You know, really genuinely friends. Um, and and the fact that you have um, supported me on Patreon, like r right from the start, I mean, I think that that is an incredible thing in itself. The, the patron thing kind of, not what's the right word humbles me or makes me it almost makes me want to cry when I really think on the fact that people people are paying me and, and what they're paying me to do is spread a message to other women so I believe that the people Don't who sign up but the, the people <laughs> who sign up to my patreon are, are signing up because they're like what you do helps so many people and we, we need to, to keep that going but the fact that you know there's the, these women on patreon who are willing to part with their money because it is so important to it's them so important. to empower other women I, I think it's you know do men do this shit for each other Ooh. I don't think so, they kind of don't need to really but mm. but the do world just empowers them right we empower each other yeah it's incredible I, I'm so grateful for the two of you you're this such so good. inspirational amazing. amazing women I'm and gonna, like, skip my way to the train station <laughs> do you have to get home can we go for a drink um all right well thank you so much thank you so and, thank I, you. and uh, where can people find you if they want to follow you yeah I mean um 
my Instagram handle is really awkward and long. Um, so it's Danica, D-A-N-I-C-A, under slash Marjanovic, M-A-R-J-A-N-O-V-I-C. And I am at KD Life Coach on Instagram. And it's a bit bare at the moment because I've been off on maternity, but I am coming back fully from the 1st of October. But if you look... Oh, is that your phone? That I thought is. it was a fire alarm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you know what? I put it on silent. I didn't turn off the fucking alarm. That's all right. Anyway, so so say, bye, say bye to everyone. Bye. But actually, no, we, your alarm interrupted your the most important part. It won't fucking turn off. <laughs> Please help me. Yeah. No, you see. I'm fucking done it. I'm so sorry. That's right. Didn't I say it was going to be me? So, yeah, I've been on maternity leave, but I am back coaching and posting properly from the 1st of October. Amazing. Mm. And people can just DM you if they want. You can DM me. There's loads of content there. It's a bit of a mismatch, but I'm a bit of a mismatch. My my page is such a... There's no curation on my page whatsoever. Thank you so much and uh, bye. Bye. Bye.